Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. We have been studying 1 Timothy and the qualifications for serving as a pastor. God makes it very clear that there are standards that must be upheld. Those who lead and care for the church must be qualified to do so. This is challenging for many, because we are all imperfect sinners, and we do not want to impose on others standards that we ourselves fail to meet. Yet God has set this standard. Today on Drawing Near, we will continue to walk through these characteristics that pastors are to have. So please, take your Bible and turn to 1 Timothy chapter 3 as we study Pastoral Qualifications, Part 2. Please pray with me before we begin. Father in heaven, it is very humbling to look at these standards and to examine one's life and to recognize how far short we come of your glory, of your expectation. And yet by grace, through Jesus Christ, we are able to serve and to be used by you. We thank you for the gifts that you provide to the church, those people and their talents and abilities that enable churches to do all that you desire us to do in this world. Father, we also thank you for your uncompromising standard, and may we uphold this standard in everything we do. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. We have already taken a look at verse 2, which reads, An overseer then must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, temperate, prudent, respectable, hospitable, and able to teach. Then we're told in verse 3, not addicted to wine or pugnacious. The idea of not being addicted to wine is somewhat a reference to wine is not completely forbidden. It comes along with the idea of being temperate. The pastor is not to be a wine bibber. A pastor is not to be someone who just can't wait to get to his wine or his alcoholic beverage. They're not to be pugnacious. They're not an argumentative individual. They're not quick to get into a fight or debate or an argument. They're not looking for these divisive things. They're not trying to grind their axe on somebody else's argument. They're not a fighter. That's not to say a pastor is not able to go to battle for the gospel or to take a firm stand, but they're not looking for an argument or debate all the time. The pastor is to be gentle. That idea here, it says, not addicted to wine or pugnacious, but gentle, peaceable. That's the opposite of somebody who is worldly, who is argumentative, prideful, who always has to get his way. He's not contentious, but he's gentle. A pastor deals with very delicate issues. He deals with sensitive situations and people, and he needs to know how to be gentle and he needs to know how to be peaceable. He needs to know how to bring peace about in a situation if people are being led by the Holy Spirit. Now, if somebody's not being led by the Holy Spirit, there's likely to be division. He's not to make peace at all cost. He's to make peace. He's to be a peaceable individual while holding firm to the truths of God's Word. And he is to be free from the love of money. That is huge. He's not to be after a paycheck. That's not to say he's not to get paid. 
But money is not his thing. He's not trying to keep his hands in the coffers at the church. He's not always trying to get every penny he can. He's not trying to mooch off of people in the congregation. He's not about the big things, the the big house, the big car, the, the best clothes. He's free from the love of these things. And it's important that he's free from the love of it because Jesus clearly says, you cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and money or material things. You will love one and hate the other. And again, we've seen many pastors' ministries shipwrecked because of money. Let me correct that. We've seen many pastors' ministries shipwrecked because of the love of money. Money in and of itself is not evil. Having a lot of money in and of itself is not evil. But money is a tool It's a resource given by God, and it's to be used for God's glory under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, guided by the Holy Scriptures. Can I say this once again? These qualifications are characteristics that every Christian is to possess. Every Christian is to be above reproach. Every Christian man is to be a one-woman kind of man. Every woman is to be a one-man kind of woman. We're to be temperate, we're to be prudent, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, at least in the home. None of us are to be addicted to alcoholic beverage or be fighters, pugnacious. We are all to be gentle, peaceable, and free from the love of money. These are not standards only for the pastor or the church leader, but rather these are standards that must be possessed by the pastor so that others can see them, respect the office, and follow that individual in pursuing being Christ-like. We need to examine ourselves as well as examine those who lead us. No Christian is to be materialistic. We need to know that. And before we close today, let's think about this for a second. Can you imagine a congregation being led by individuals like this? and then individuals in the church aspiring to be like this? A whole body of believers who are above reproach, who manage their passions, who are respectable in the community, who welcome people into their lives and try to help and care, nurture, and minister. Can you imagine people who are committed to teach the truths of God's word to their children, to abide by them in their home? to answer questions and help other individuals come to the knowledge of the truth, people who are not indulgent in worldly things, who are not divisive and contentious, but rather are tenderhearted and gentle, free from materialism, those who seek peace. Should we be reminded that the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. This is what is to guide every individual. With the Holy Spirit in our lives, we are to live out these characteristics in a way that the world sees our love for God and our love for one another and our love for our neighbor, even our love for our enemy, and they know we are disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why these standards are so important. God isn't just making up a bunch of rules and regulations. 
He knows what the church needs to do what the church is called to do. I pray with all of my heart that we will aspire to be Christ-like individuals and that we will choose for ourselves shepherds and leaders under the leadership of the Holy Spirit who can live out these truths before us and who can guide us to live them out as well. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word, and we ask that you would help it to richly abide in our hearts and lives, and that we would embrace these truths with everything that is within us, so that we might be the people of God on this earth. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.